Hello and welcome to The Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson. And because my passion is to help you as dads to become heroes, it is my joy each week to bring you relevant topics to support that goal, especially when it comes to the dad-daughter relationship. And I love to always give you a grid so that you can visualize what we're talking about where I'm on the sidelines as your coach cheering you men on and saying, on your mark, get set, go. On your mark is the topic or the theme, get set as I fill that in with stories and stats, and go is always your action step to put your love for your daughters and your sons into action. Well, today I have a guest on my show who is a friend and a colleague of mine and someone I know you're going to love because this man not only is a leader of men, but he's a dad with a history that some would say would disqualify him as a leader, but that's why I respect him even more because of where he's come from. Dr. Joe Martin heralds from Chattanooga, Tennessee, where he lives with his wife and his 16-year-old daughter, Faith. He also has a 22-year-old son, Kendall. Dr. Joe is the founder of Real Men Connect, which just happens to be the number one Christian men's podcast on iTunes. And on that program, his goal is to invest in building into men's lives by inspiring and equipping them to live up to being the men God has called them to be. Dr. Joe is an author and a speaker, and he unashamedly shares about his journey from abject poverty, abuse, and abandonment, even leading him to adultery and addiction that ended a 16-year marriage to be where he is now. It is such an honor to know him in a personal way and professionally. So welcome, Dr. Joe, today. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, thank you, Dr. Watson. This is fantastic. I can't believe it. I made it big time. I'm on the Dad Whisperer show. Can you believe that? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I love it. Well, it's been a joy a couple times to be a guest on your program. So now to have you here on mine is really, it's fair play, wouldn't you say? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I think my biggest challenge is going to be calling you Dr. Michelle because we, you know, we're good friends, and so I'm used to calling you Michelle. But you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll just keep it real. We'll do it. Well, how about we leave? How about we both leave the doctor off, and we'll just be Joe yeah, and Michelle. Yeah, let's give it a title. Let's give it a title. And yeah. we're bringing we're bringing all the the listeners today that that we are privileged to be invited into their cars and their homes. We're just bringing them with us into the living room, aren't we? We're just having a That's conversation. Right. That's right. Well, when you just recently had me on your program. You titled it How to Date Your Daughters, and it was such a fun conversation that I just I just sniped that one from you, copped it from you, and I'm using it today, and we're calling this On Your Mark, How to Date Your Daughters. And so how about just as for the get set part, we know that there's a lot of daughters out there who might not connect with the word date, right? Some girls are like, ooh, that's creepy. In fact, I talked to some fifth and sixth grade girls a couple of years ago, and they're like, that's gross. We don't date our dads. We hang out with him. Right. So I love mm-hmm. that you use that word, and we're going to kind of clarify that word today. So how about before we get into all of that, I would love people to hear about your daughter, what your relationship is like, and even her name. Tell us her name and how you spell it and what it means. <laughs> yeah, faith name is not spelled the way we traditionally spell the word faith, like in the Bible. She spells it F-A-Y-T-H-E, mm-hmm. F-A-Y-T-H-E. Now, her mom came up with that because faith is not my biological daughter. And the F-A-Y-T-H-E is a acrostic, and it stands for forsaking all, yet trusting him evermore. 
So oh, they can all get trusting goodness. him evermore. Yeah. Well, how about if we begin? So this concept of dating our daughters, I would love to hear you first define that word. And then how about if I go second? We'll kind of do a Mars Venus thing. How sure. would you describe what it means to date your daughter? You know, and Michelle, to me, it's just semantics. And a date with my daughter simply means to me being intentional about choosing to learn, listen and understand and nurture the heart of my daughter by spending uninterrupted time with her while doing something that she enjoys. Mm-hmm. One day, every, every other Saturday, I'm not daddy. I'm just a dude she can trust, <laughs> hang out with, and feel safe around to share her heart and just be herself without embarrassment. Okay, that's all it is. so you said uninterrupted time. So I'm going to ask, do you put your phone away? Is that part of it or not? Oh, that's, that's actually a rule that we have, not just on dates, but anytime I'm with my children or even with my wife, I do not talk on my cell phone. I do not respond to my cell phone. Um, it's just a rule that I've had ever since my son, even before I met um, Faith and, and Tanya, there's been a rule that we've had in our family. Mm-hmm. So dads, follow Joe's lead. That's important. Uninterrupted time means your cell phones are off, so you're not getting dings while you're in the middle of a conversation. Well, for me... And Michelle, as, can, I, and Michelle, can yeah. I add this to it? Because a lot of men struggle with that. You know, I work with men. They struggle with Joe, but I maybe it might be an important phone call. I might miss something important. This is what I tell men to help get over that hump. The cell phone was for your convenience, not the caller. There you go. Come on that's now. How I li- that's how I li- it was for you. That's how you pay that bill. That's for your convenience, yep. but not for the caller's convenience. Oh, that is so good. Well, for me over here on Venus, what I would say that for me, a date with my dad, what it looks like is it's very similar to when a guy, think about when you dated someone in high school, go back that far. Like you were all mm-hmm. dialed in. You could listen, you would plan where you would go. Well, not always, but but think about, right? <laughs> the better dates were when you planned it, you thought ahead, and you actually were face-to-face with her, and you thought about talking and listening and interacting and connecting. That's the exact same thing, isn't it? Here now with a dad to a daughter. Same thing. Yes. Well, you told me that you've been doing dad-daughter dates with Faith for what, three and a half, four years. What prompted you to start it then? Well, you know, it's it's sort of like a culmination of things. When I I got into full-time men's ministry and started the Real Men Connect and our podcast, um, I had a chance to talk to other dads about their daughters. Mm -hmm. And I was interviewing this guest on Blended Family. And during the conversation, he mentioned that his adult daughter, who was his biological daughter, um, he had lost contact with and how he struggled to connect with her. And as I prayed with him on the air, um, Michelle, I just lost it. I started crying. Oh, I love um, it. Because I felt, I, I felt his pain of how he felt about his daughter. And I said to myself, I don't ever want that to happen between me and Faith. Mm-hmm. And prior to that, my spiritual father, who has eight kids, five boys and three girls, he mentioned the concept of dating your daughter. He called it that, dating your daughter to me. But it sounded weird to me at first, and I kind of just blew it off. Um, And before I married Tanya, um, Faith's mom, um, I would spend time with Faith, but it wasn't anything, like you said, planned or structured or even intentional. Mm -hmm. It was sort of like babysitting. Uh, It was a passive approach, and I didn't know any other way to do it. Well, I love the fact that this week you let Faith and I have a conversation over email that you weren't a part of. Oh, boy. So I asked her the question. I said, are you really into these dates or what was it like at the beginning when your dad started initiating them? Here's what she said. You ready? She said, at first, I thought it was weird. 
because no one besides my mom really spent one-on-one time with me. And she said, and she definitely didn't call it a date. So when she told me that he wanted to do one with me, I was kind of nervous. I actually wanted to bring my mom with us so I didn't have to be alone. (laughs) There you go. There's the Venus side of it. Wow. Wow. I mean, is that what you remember? Like you said, you don't. Would you have picked up that she was nervous to be with you alone at first? No, well, you know, I, I would say in the beginning, because she was so, you know, when I first met Faith, she was only five. Right. And so by the time I started taking on dates, you know, please, I thought she was pretty comfortable by then. But five, I understood that she was a little bit nervous because she didn't trust me. Right. And it's not because I did anything to her or made her feel uncomfortable, but because she saw me as competition. Yeah, <laughs> and she was only five years old at the time. So it took a lot of time to build that trust with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that's, you know, so no, I didn't get that impression from her. We had a lot of fun. I, but I will tell you this. After that first date I took her on, I remember going to Tanya. I told my wife, I said, um, she's a diva. <laughs> I, I said, your daughter is a diva. I said, I had to cater to her. I mean, she had me, do- she would wait for me to let her out the car door and open up that seat. She never had that in public before, but she just treated it as if it was a formal date. I, I thought it was, it was hilarious. That is hilarious because you are setting the bar high for how she expects to be treated by other men, right? It's like, I will wait here. Here's what she said. I love that you just said the thing about trust because she said, Mm -hmm. I would say it took me about four or five years to actually trust him, which she said, which seems crazy now because I tell him everything with like full detail. (laughs) And see, I think some dads have an expectation whether or not they're the bio dad or a dad like you that comes in later that says, well, I know I'm trustworthy, so you should just trust me. And it's like, dad, trust is earned. It's not just given. And you have to pace with her. And I love that you were intentional about that. Well, Joe, you've told me that you plan date questions before you've taken Faith out on dates. Can you say a little bit more about that? Yeah. You know, yeah, these questions that I've now I've become famous for them because I, I came up with over 50 questions <gasps> so 50. That I can use as, yeah, 50 questions that I can use as conversation starters with children, as well as 50 that I use with women. And I started wow. creating these questions. I, I, now, Michelle, check this out. I didn't have the questions initially. I started creating the questions after my divorce from my first wife. Okay. And I started dating again because... I got married when I was 22, and we had dated since I was 18. Mm. So by the time I got married, I hadn't been dating in all those years. So I was going out on so many dates, and I started to get bored asking the same old questions. <laughs> so, I got, so I got creative, and I started drafting questions, two or three for each letter of the alphabet. And I never came up with any for X and Z. I just couldn't. Awesome. <laughs> so it, and so when God called me to minister and mentor and coach men, I just changed some of the questions for communicating with children mm. and also for communicating with their wives and with other men. And I memorized most of them. So when I'm on a date with Faith or even with my wife, I just pick about three or four of them. And I don't ask all 50, but those three or four can usually drive in an entire date. What so, are Michelle, those? You won't even test me. I was going to ask you, if you want to test me, pick any letter of the alphabet other than X and Z, and I'll give you an example. Okay. I can remember. Well, because some men have never thought this strategically, right, about how to plan mm. your, your time ahead of time, what, could you give some examples of a couple of the questions that you do go back to? 
Well, I'm going to let you pick one. You just pick a letter alphabet, and I'll give you an example. Oh, I love it. How about about M, because I'm Michelle. M, M. What do I ask for M? Um, Oh, I would ask my daughter, or if I'm talking to my son, what motivates you to take action? Oh, come on now. What motivates you to take action? Okay, how about D? I would ask him. How about D? D. What would I ask for D? D. Um, Oh, I would ask Faith this question. Faith, what's the best and the worst decision you've made? Ah, decision. And it could be in your life, or it could be since you were high schooler, since you were middle schooler, since you were elementary school. Yeah, what was the, um, tell me about the best or worst decision. As you can see, that one question could drive a conversation for at least half an hour. Okay, you've intrigued me now. Can we do ABC? (laughs) Let's just do ABC. (laughs) ABC? Yeah. Okay. And let's go to A. Oh, I would ask, mostly I would ask kids this. What's the best advice, Faith, you've ever received and why? Okay. That'll be an A. Okay. And for a B, I would probably ask Faith, Faith, what are the um, three best books you've ever read and why Faith loves to read? Mm. So what are the three best books uh-huh. you've ever read? Um, for C, I would say, oh, Faith, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Talking about a great conversation. Okay, have you Sorry. printed these out? This needs to be your next oh. book. This is so good. Well, I don't have them in a book, but we do have them on a guide on our website. If they go to realmencconnect.com and go to our resources page, they'll see it's a conversation starter. They can download it. Oh, that is so good. Okay, well, now, now that's... But it's, oh, but the one on their website is just for men, just for communicating with their wives. But I guess they can change it. To no, you're right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's all Venus. It's that side of the ledger. Yeah, that's or right. The, or that's the right. planet. Okay, speaking of that side of the planet what do you do with your little venusian daughter what do you do on your dates let's just make it really practical yeah now faith will tell you and i don't know if she told you this or not but faith will consider me boring all right (laughs) 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 because her mom would probably say the same thing because i'm not the most exciting person to when it comes to what we're going to do and but faith will tell you it's not about what we do it's about our conversation there you go so a lot of our dates are conducive to us having conversations so some of the things i do with faith we'll go mall walking (laughs) and we want and i gotta i don't even like shopping and i don't (laughs) like um going to the mall but we'll do it and we'll just walk and talk we just look and yeah. so I, I go and uh, take it to, we go mall walking. We'll do binge watching on Netflix to go watch movies. And what happens is what happens after the movie, the uh-huh. discussions that we have. And they picks the movies and she picks some tough movies to watch, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll have you in tears, go make some tough conversations. Um, we would do um, some Zumba and dance um, videos <laughs> together. Awesome. You know, they, yeah. And so we, because that doesn't last long, but after we have fun doing that, then we would go out and have something to eat or something like that. Well, I take it to our favorite place for dessert, which is Sweet Frog, and we just sit there and eat and talk. And she loves it so much that we, we're, I'm not even take, allowed to take her mom there if she's not with me. Yeah, <laughs> so there you go. She loves going to Sweet Frog. And or we'll just, she tells me that some of her favorite dates is when we've gone to the park and we just walk and stroll and talk. That's what so she told me. really amazing. She oh, told me, yeah. yep, that she loves going to the yeah. park with you or PetSmart, watching Beauty oh, yeah, and the I Beast. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. Take it to the pet store, yeah. She want to go to the pet store and we just go around playing around with pets. Well, you mentioned the movie thing. She said to me, when I was able to get him to watch the new Beauty and the Beast movie, that was oh, one boy. of her favorites. Yeah. And she said <laughs> yeah. watching it on Netflix really mattered to her because obviously you weren't going to watch that movie if you didn't have a daughter. Yeah. So doing yeah, it with yeah. her. So I think just other ideas, dads, is like you just heard Joe say, is he lets her pick the movies. I know a lot of dads let, let their daughters pick the restaurant. I know some dads that have done one of those painting 
place kind of dates where you go and they they give you the canvas and they guide the process so you don't as a dad have oh, to reinvent. Oh, that's a cool idea. Oh, I like that. That's you know, good. Or pottery, you can do that. I know other dads that have gone to a bookstore and said, whichever book she likes, I'll let her pick one book that I'll buy for her or bowling or ice skating. I mean, there's so many things. Let her pick the music in the car on the way. And then one of my favorites, you've heard me maybe talk about this, Joe, but once a year, my dad does perfume day with me where every, yeah. every Christmas we go to Nordstrom and he sits in the perfume section and I smell them on my arms and he helps me decide. And it's this big, fun, take selfies and take photos of this thing every year. And then I have that scent that lingers. In fact, I've got it on today when I came here mm-hmm. that reminds me that my dad loves me. So yes, perfume is expensive. So the cost dads is going to be of a date, time, money, and energy, but it's so worth it in the long run as a daughter to say my dad invested in me and I know, right, that I matter. So let me ask you this, Joe, what impact have your dad-daughter dates had on your relationship with Faith, even outside of that time where the two of you have gone on a date together? Well, I think she told you on that because to me it's the same answer I would give um, what is the impact that I've seen is trust. Uh, Faith truly understands how much I love her and how much I love her mom. Mm-hmm. And trust has, like, and like you said, trust has to be earned. Trust to me comes before love. You can love someone but not actually trust them. Mm-hmm. But it's impossible for you to trust someone and not love them. Love is given, but trust is earned. Yes. Yes, exactly. Well, here's what her exact words are. She said, we joke about it now, but I didn't like my dad at first and he knew it. Mm -hmm. He came Mm -hmm. into my life and really just turned it upside down. I felt like he was here only for my mom at first, because what man do you meet that is willing to just truly adopt their stepdaughter right on the spot? Oh, my goodness. I got all teary when I read that sentence. Oh, you're messing me up now. Yeah. And she said, when we started going on dates, it let me know that he was for real. And that he was going to be a part of this family for everyone, not just my mom. Okay, it's making me cry. And it ultimately made me trust him more. Oh, my goodness. Doesn't that just, it wrecks me. I'm like, oh, mm. my goodness. What are you feeling right now hearing her say that? Um, and, and I hope that the listeners don't get mad at me when I say this, but um, it makes me feel that biological children are overrated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the reason why I say that, um, Faith struggled um, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, calling me dad, calling me daddy. Yeah. And um, she was crying one day and um, my wife told me, she said, Joe, um, you need to go talk to Faith. I said, why? She said, she's feeling some kind of way. She's feeling bad and sad. Yeah. And I think Faith was about 12 at the time. And so I went to go talk to her and I call her Sweet Pea. Hmm. So I say, Sweetie, what's wrong? She says, um, I want to call you daddy so bad, but I just can't. Hmm. And, I, and I told her, I said, baby, it's okay, said, but I don't know why I can't call you daddy. I don't know why I can't call. I said, Faith, you don't have to call me daddy. Yeah. I know you love me. Hmm. I said, I know you love me because her dad walked away. Her biological dad did. And I said, you know what? I said, I know you love me and it doesn't, um, I'm not mad at you. It doesn't matter what you call me. I said, I know how much you love me. Mm-hmm. But Michelle, the day, whew, yeah, whew. yeah, yeah. But the day she called me, Daddy, for the first time, mm-hmm. it wrecked me. I didn't know that a simple word, yeah, 
could mean so much coming out of her mouth. And I told my son this about biological children to overrate. I said, Kendall, you didn't have a choice. Right. You, you only know me as dad your whole life. You never know me as Joe, Mr. Joe, or any other man, just daddy, dad. Yeah. I said, this girl who didn't like me at first. Yeah. And I had to earn the title. And you did earn the, earn the title. You earned the title. I earned the title. And to me, it's also a picture of how God yeah. loves us. Yeah. He says, you don't have to call me Abba. <laughs> I want you to, but it sounds so good when you do. <laughs> yeah. You call me that. I imagine he tears so, up like we are. Oh, my goodness. Right? Oh, my goodness. And oh you goodness. earned the title because you paced with her. You didn't demand or command. You paced. You want to hear what she said about what impact your dad-daughter dates have had on... Here's what she said. Uh, Keep the Kleenexes coming. She said, whenever we do them, we always talk and we have conversations that would probably make people turn heads because he's talking to a teenager about things that adults struggle with. I've realized... Though you don't just grow up and get a new set of issues and character flaws, they grow up with you unless you're trying to fix it while you're young. Our conversations really help me get my head in the right place to make some positive changes. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) What an example you are setting for men that say it's too late you know, the foundation's been laid. Oh, my goodness. We are so running out of time, and I have more questions for you. Can I just <laughs> ask, before we're done, are there sure. any things that you would say to dads don't do on a date? Yeah, um, and they're, they're pretty simple to follow this. I would say, um, don't make the date about you. You've talked about this, Michelle. Don't make the date about you. Lecture, you know, don't be lecturing her. You know, listen instead of lecture. There you um, go. Connect as far as opposed to correcting. Don't make the data about you. Also, don't allow yourself to be distracted and less than fully present. She needs your presence, not just the presence you can buy her and give her. Give her your presence. Um, also, I would say don't make her afraid to share her struggles with you and her pains and her fears. And don't judge them when she does share them. And Faith mentioned this to you. Um, don't avoid the tough conversation. Mm-hmm. Allow everything to be open for discussion. And Michelle, we've talked about boys, sex, my abuse that mm-hmm. I had to suffer. Mm-hmm. Um, and we shed tears over it. But I've talked about these same things with my son, too. And I tell people it's not just important to be uh, a parent, but you've got to be transparent. And don't be negative. Um, and that means when I say don't be negative, don't be talking about other people and negative about putting down other mm-hmm. people in front of your daughter. Um, don't become that kind of friend like you're doing like her girlfriends gossiping about people. Um, matter of fact, we don't even talk about her mom unless she brings it up. There you go. Unless she brings it up. So that's what I, that's what I would tell them to avoid doing. That's good. Okay, well, I close every show with one go step. If you were to tell dads today who haven't been dating their daughters, start it today, start it this week, what's one go step you would tell them to get started? Oh, the easiest thing is if they're not doing this already, pick up, be attentive about picking up your daughter from school. And on the way home, cut off the radio, no cell phone, ask her four questions. Ask her four questions. You may not get to all four of them, but ask these four questions. One, ask her, don't say, What's, um, how was school today? Say, um, what was good about school mm-hmm. today? And let her make it an open-ended question. What was good about school today? 
And if she said, well, it wasn't good, Dad, well, what was bad about it? Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, here's the way they can remember. I, I call it GLAD, G-L-A-D. So what's good about, what was good about school today, Faye? L, what did you learn today in school, Faye? What did you learn today? Mm-hmm. Um, the A is, and this is so important, what made you angry today at school? What made you angry? Because typically stuff that bothers teenagers or younger kids it, it festers and it builds over time. So get her, give her a chance to express that. What made you angry at school today? Mm-hmm. And I love asking the last question. I had to put it last with Faith because I never get to the other questions. Um, Faith, tell me about any drama you had at school today. What's the drama? How much time do you <laughs> have? Because your ears off. Right. Now, our, our commute from school is about 40 minutes. Wow. And so typically those are the four questions that I ask Faith when I think. And she knows now. I don't have to ask them. She's already going to tell me what was good, Fantastic. what she learned, what made her angry, and what was the drama. So any guy can start doing that by just picking up your daughter. Oh, school. my goodness. Dr. Joe Martin, you've given us so many practical insights. You've revealed your heart vulnerably, your dad heart. It's been such a joy to have you here. Today has been on your mark, how to date your daughters. You've been listening to my guest, Dr. Joe Martin. Between today and next Monday, I would encourage you dads to put into action the things that he shared. Remember, you can always go to my website at drmichellewatson.com where I have more free resources for you. My book link is there and I now have it available on audio book form as well. So I'm Dr. Michelle Watson, the Dad Whisperer, encouraging you as dads to make today a day where you are intentionally and consistently investing in pursuing your daughter's heart. Go dads. Go dads.